Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, and that is Tim. Yo. We talk about horror movies on this show, <laughs> and in this episode we're going to look at a recent release, uh, just came at, came at home video, and that mm-hmm. is Greta. Uh, this was one, I don't think this was one that was released at different times for us, and that's why we couldn't do it. I think this was, were you away for like a week or something like that? Uh, I, I believe so. So that that sounds about right. I think that yeah, because yeah, I, I think there was some reason because I did want to see this in theaters and then yeah, just one of those ones where I, I think we missed the first week and then it was kind of like showings. I don't even know how long it yeah. was still in theaters. And the stuff, showings so. nose dived at certain theaters after you know it just happens with a lot of horror movies. But uh, so yeah, we're doing it now. This is Greta starring Chloe Grace Moretz uh, and Mika Monroe. Um, who and obviously Isabel Hopper, who's the t- titular Greta, but um, I'm entering those two because I know I know who those two are from various various things. Uh, as Tim's dog is protesting against the, the use of a dog in this movie, <laughs> absolutely protesting. Uh, yeah, he's not happy about that. <laughs> yeah, so we will start spoiler free as we always do. We'll give you warning before we go into spoilers somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Yeah, I mentioned those two because I, I know them both from various things. Obviously, Chloe Grace Moretz was Hit Girl and then went on to you know, a bunch of stuff. Make him in Row, mm-hmm. notably for us, mm-hmm. was the titular, or not titular, but the, the lead in It Follows. <laughs> she was not the titular mm-hmm. It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which uh, I didn't even realize at first because I, I don't know, like she's so, um, I, I don't know, it, it, it's strange because I've seen that movie so many times. Like, I, I absolutely love it. And then, uh, but yeah, I cannot like pick her out of a lineup uh, for the life of me. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of weird. But um, Chloe Grace uh, Moretz, though she yeah she's like a little bit of a like a, a little bit of a horror star. She's been, she's been in quite the number of uh, horror movies. She was, she was in, in uh, the Carrie remake. Le- Carrie remake. Yeah. Let me in. Uh, Suspiria. A lot of remakes. <laughs> actually. Yeah, she had a small role in Suspiria. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, Joe. Joe is so weird about that. Is that I feel so old with her because, like, mm-hmm. when we were introduced to her, she was like eleven, twelve, and kick ass. <laughs> and now she, now yeah. she's like twenty two. She's like an adult doing that. You know, <laughs> not adult movies. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's played adults in movies, and I'm like, this is weird. I feel so old now. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's one of those. Uh... Yeah, cause I feel like a lot of the other like younger stars that are like you know still acting now like you know, are ones that we kind of grew up with and stuff. And this does feel like kind of the, you know, one of the first ones that was like, oh no, like I was old when she was young and yeah. I'm like even older now. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I mean, Kick-Ass came out in 2010. So I was, I was 21 when that came out. Uh, so now she's, <laughs> so, so yeah. So, so now it's nine years later, she's, she's 22 <laughs> and I feel ancient. Um, <laughs> even though I'm only 30 and I'm much younger than Tim, this, this is important. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> much younger. Much younger. Tim's an old man compared to me. Mm, that just means I'm that much wiser. I'm just gonna let that. I'm just gonna let the silence speak for itself. There. I don't have to make any jokes. I just need to let that land and let everyone digest what you just said. So, what is Greta about? Greta is a film about. And if you've seen the trailer, you get the premise as well. But mm-hmm. uh, Greta is this 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 woman who's you know about sixty-ish, maybe a little mm-hmm. around that. And she leaves uh, purses uh, and on subway mm-hmm. cars and around public areas in the city in New York, in the hopes that someone will be nice enough to return it to her. Uh, then, so that she can then form a relationship with the person and kind of begin stalking them and obsessively mm-hmm. 
uh, pursuing them. Um, mm. And it seems to be that she wants something of a daughter figure uh, to replace her own daughter. Uh, and her main character of Frances, uh, Chloe Grace Morris's character, uh, she lost her mother uh, uh, the year previous to the film starting, and that kind of sets up like maybe she needs a, a you know a, a mum to fill in that void. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the, the temptation for her to get into this relationship. So the, you know, the movie starts with her finding the bag and taking it to, um, taking it to uh, Greta's. Greta. And, <laughs> yes, it's, uh, look, I was finding my sentence. All right, I was finding my sentence. It's so much wiser. <laughs> <laughs> uh dear. So that's the basic premise of the film. Uh, and then uh, Mika Monroe plays her her roommate, who kind of helps her out here or there and is concerned about her when she's getting more deep into this relationship uh, and the trailer actually went probably spoiled too much for my taste when i because I, I remembered a lot mm-hmm. of details from the trailer when i was watching this um i think it went too far but uh oh, it, she, she does definitely obviously eventually realize uh the the deceit that is at play and it makes the relationship a little more tense and stalkery so i'll, I'll leave mm-hmm. it there for spoiler free and i will ask him the question did you mm-hmm. enjoy greta <laughs> uh not really um it's, I mean, it's a perfectly watchable movie. Like, you know, there isn't anything offensively bad that's like, oh my God, this is so hard to watch or I got to shut this off or whatever. Like, it's fine for what it's doing, but I didn't really find it very compelling. Uh, I don't think any of the characters are very interesting. I feel like we never really get, like, obviously everyone's like a really good actor, but I don't think they're <laughs> doing like a great job in this. Everyone feels very flat and um, you don't really I feel like you don't really get much uh, detail or kind of insight into these uh, characters or their lives. That could be and, uh, um, more more to do with the direction than the actors. Then, if you're if you're think sure, if you because sure. if you think they're all good actors and then you think but the performances yeah. feel a bit flat, that could be more on the director and how they've been directed in the scenes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's totally fair. Um, but uh, it's also I don't know if this makes sense, but like it's it feels very. Uh, like the pacing is very weird to me because it feels very slow and fast at the same time because like i was surprised at the speed of which like you know we find stuff out in this movie because i feel like you don't really get like uh i feel like you you find out very early on that like greta is crazy like um you know i thought there was going to be like a much bigger build up to the relationship and like you were saying how you know, she kind of wants a daughter and she lost a mother. So I did think there was going to be more of that bond for me, but I feel like you really don't get that much. And then like, she's just kind of like all of a sudden, like, you know, finds out, uh, you know, about the purses and kind of turns on her. But then I say it also feels like kind of weirdly slow paced because, you know, at one point I thought the movie was over and I looked and like, I had like 45 minutes to go. I was like, Oh, this is, it kind of feels longer than I thought it was going to be. So it, it's like, it's not a, I, I don't know. It's, it's just weird. You say it's the worst of both worlds. Is that what you're saying? Kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of get what you're saying there. Like, I feel like it's a double-edged sword with, with the idea of like how early, because like, I feel like as the audience, we have to know she's crazy early on because it's, you know, it's yeah. a horror movie. We have to know that there's a threat. Mm-hmm. And if it was just this sweet relationship with this, you know, this, this girl and this older woman, like, if that was like an hour of the movie, it might like you know not that that would necessarily be bad, but it would have to play it more like you know I don't know, c- kind of like how something like Psycho goes like almost like you know forty five minutes before it's like mm-hmm. oh no, here's what the real movie is kind of thing, you know, like up yeah. until that point it's it's under this pretense. 
Uh, this doesn't want to do that. This wants to let us know that there's a threat, that the Gret is a, is, a, is a menace of some kind pretty early on. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the, the trailer definitely wanted us to know that as well because <laughs> it didn't hold any of that oh, back. Yeah. <laughs> um, like the first, um, I don't know, first like 45, 50 minutes or so, it felt like just an extended version of the trailer. I kind of, I, I agree with that actually 100%. <laughs> I, I actually, I totally get that. I remembered all the scenes from the trailer and it kind of just felt like it was playing yeah. out in slower time, um, <laughs> which maybe is what made it feel a little bit worse than what it, what it should have done because... You know, like if you were just watching this completely blind and didn't know anything about what was going on, maybe you'd, you wouldn't feel that way about it as much. Um, yeah. I, I probably like it a little bit more than you do. Um, I do think it's not like anything special or great. I think sure. the performance of Isabel Hopper actually kind of is probably the, the most interesting thing about it. Um, mm -hmm. she, she does her, her, her crazy obsessive sort of shtick very well, yeah. I think. Um, mm hmm I think the movie does a really good job of not being annoying, which I like. I think this premise could have quickly become annoying. Mm -hmm. um, I I don't think it does. I think you do lose a little bit of something in it though, because like you say, it moves at such a pace with the the re information revealing, despite the fact that it also feels slow paced. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like typically I expect this to to be slower paced in in terms of its story unraveling. And that's ultimately which can can lead to either it feeling more fulfilling because it's taking the time to do everything properly and you feel mm -hmm. the relationship break down and you feel this kind of turn of events. Uh, more often than not, though, with a story like this where you're dealing with this character who turns out to be untrustworthy, it's actually a very a tedious experience where you've kind of figured it out very early on compared to the characters and the character not getting it and, like, because the, the scene that I was expecting in this, which we get a little bit of but not too much, luckily, is where mm. everyone else has kind of like come to the conclusion that Greta is dangerous and she shouldn't be hanging around with her. But, you mm -hmm. know, Francis will defend her and say, no, Greta is a sweet old lady. She's the bestest. Yeah. You know, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's she's a deer. And mm. it didn't really do that that much. Like, there was, there was like one scene of, like, the roommate. Oh, you're hanging out with her again? Come on, that's weird. Hang out with us instead. And she kind of gives a yeah. shit for it. Like, there's, like, one scene of it and it's not that bad even. It's not like she's dangerous. It's just this is kind of weird. Mm yeah and i was like, okay th that wasn't too bad and that was okay um mm -hmm. but at the same time though I, I don't think it ever really lives up to really doing anything that feels memorable where i feel like i got oh, something sure, yeah. that was like you know either shocking or genuinely really tense um yeah. there's a couple of cliched scenes for sure but i never felt like I don't know, it was missing a spark. It was missing that thing that made it feel like I was watching something special or I was watching something that, you know, I was going to remember in a month's time. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, in two years' time, I, like, I don't think people are going to be talking about this movie, you know, whereas, you know, something like Psycho or Misery or whatever will, you know, like, live on, you know, well past its days. This, yeah, it's just a very, uh, again, not the worst thing ever. You know, it's not offensively bad. It's just... Yeah, you know, I don't. It just it doesn't really do much or stand out. It, yeah, it's very inoffensive. That's that's kind of the phrase I'd use for it. It's very inoffensive in every yeah. sense of the word. Um, but not not I'd... a bad movie either. Like I think it's an easy enough watch. Like if like yeah. you need something a cheap rental to throw on and you've seen everything else. Sure, yeah. Like. And I, I do think like you know I I like the idea <laughs> similar to Ma uh, of these horror movies of just being like, oh, like I like the idea of you know, how much, like, old people suck and how they're, like, 
you know, clinging to, you know, young people and, you know, kind of that mentality well, of like... <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny you uh, you say that because one of the things that's often talked about with horror movies is how mm-hmm. the, the trends in horror films and what's being made tend to reflect the fears of the time in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so if you want to, so if you want to argue because because uh, the argument that for the reason why we had so many home invasion movies in the 2000s mm-hmm. was because uh, a fear of terrorism was, was what <laughs> <laughs> what was what was that time <laughs> like home alone <laughs> <laughs> well uh, not a horror movie um sure or, or I should have said Home Alone 4. That was probably in the 2000s. <laughs> that was probably in the 2000s. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, you know, that was a fear of terrorism. If you go further mm-hmm. back, you, fit, you can relate it to, to real things that were going on. Um, one of the things that comes up a lot now is the idea of the generational gap and the idea that the baby boomers mm-hmm. have ruined everything for the millennials and the millennials yeah. feel like the baby boomers have, have, have like made the world uninhabit- uninhabitable for them. Um, and they're like... And, and, you know, and there's been, like, a lot of stuff, like, I've been listening to, uh, you know, like, some podcasts and stuff, and, and talking about this idea of, like, yeah, these, these you know, boomer like, uh, you know, there's less jobs out there today for, like, young people, because these, you know, the boomers are, you know, they keep working, and they're not, like, you know, retiring or dying off, and, like, you know, uh, giving room for other people to take over, so it's kind of like this, they have this stranglehold on, like, you know, the economy and everything, and, um, and the younger generation is just kind of <laughs> screwed. So I, I do like that. Yeah, that kind of commentary bleeding into uh, horror movies. Yeah, and it's not so much that I think there's anything overt in this that kind of links it to that. But I'm just sure, thinking. Sure, sure. I'm thinking yeah. of the trend between this and Ma. Um, yes. You like know, kind of little zeitgeist kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or it's just it's just saying middle aged to older women don't trust them. They're evil, and they'll they'll yeah. they'll, <laughs> they'll kill you. <laughs> they'll kill you. <laughs> um so yeah um i do i do wonder what uh yeah i wonder what the boy is saying about uh <laughs> what what conscious fear <laughs> what that movie was brainstormed from uh that's a movie about coddling your child too much so they become too dependent okay. well, there you go yeah that's it's a very smart about. smart film <laughs> <laughs> dissect it for days oh dear i mean i really like take a, a blade to it i suppose I, I, I don't know if i'd call it a dissection um so a couple a couple of notes i'll make before we go into spoilers things i can just talk about uh outside of that uh, i want to mention that i think the direction is typically fine it doesn't do anything that annoys me um really there, there, there was one or two moments though where i felt like they overplayed played it a little bit i was thinking actually very specifically of the moment where she finds all the handbags in the the, the cupboard mm-hmm. you know she she opens it up and she sees them all and um, i i thought that she does this thing where she immediately gasps and puts her hand up against her mouth and the music's like right and i just thought they overplayed it a little bit like i thought this, this should be a moment of her like kind of like it dawning on her what what this is it, it feels like she just mm. instantly gets what's happened immediately as soon as she looks at it but it, it's such a weird thing that someone has done and it's yeah. not hard to understand don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's like a, a complex idea but it, it's just I, I feel like there should be a moment of her like sort of just realizing like what this means as opposed to just immediately yeah. being like <gasps> like dun, dun, dun. also like I, I did think it was kind of strange that 
she like you said she automatically goes to oh my god this woman's crazy i I need to get away from her where i kind of thought like you know that she might be like oh this is kind of sad like this person is lonely so they're trying to this is how they meet people like i yeah i thought that might be some kind of element yeah like you you could could, yeah you could almost read it as like she's not actually a psychopath who's going to hurt anyone she's this is just how she's trying to meet people um oh she's clearly wealthy because she's putting in like money into every purse that she's leaving behind but yeah it it is uh another one of those things where like yeah she instantly is like oh this person's gonna kill me i need to cut her off of my life yeah it's almost like she knows she's in a horror movie so she's reacting just immediately appropriately instead of having a moment where she'd like you know considers any other possibility um and don't get me wrong when she starts stalking her that's that's fair uh, there is a mm-hmm. an amazingly i mean it's actually a pretty entertaining scene but it's also very kind of it's really guilty of that thing people always joke about with uh, slasher movies where like how is michael myers teleporting from here to there and Mm-hmm. that there's a scene where Greta is like stalking her roommate and like taking photos oh, of yeah. her mm-hmm. and like somehow she's never seen but she keeps taking mm-hmm. these photos from behind her and then eventually uh what's, what's the character's name erica she gets on erica. a bus right and it's a mm-hmm. bus that just pulls up she's not like standing waiting for it she was going to go to like an uber or subway mm-hmm. and she like, jumps on the bus and then there's a photo taken from her from behind further up the bus mm-hmm. and i'm like how did she get there <laughs> How, how did she get on the bus? Like, no, no. <laughs> bullshit. Absolute yeah. bullshit. Um, but whatever. I mean, it was it was an entertaining enough scene, uh, and it's on sure, right. Yeah. But it just it was it was like really it stopped being like anything that was trying to resemble reality and just turned into like a a, a not a cheesy but like a like a uh, just a horror movie. It was just, it became yeah. a movie and stop <laughs> stop pretending to be anything remotely real. Um. So, yeah, um, and you can also argue that there's like an idea in the film that no one really wants to take her. I mean, I'm a fr- I mean, a roommate does obviously, and her father mm-hmm. eventually does uh, over the phone. But, um, the idea that when she calls the police, she's basically just like given a bunch of like, well, this is why we can't do anything, and this is why yeah. you know we can't really treat this seriously. Um, she, she's she's literally told to just ignore her uh, yeah. at one point. That was, uh, I mean, that was definitely frustrating. The thing that drove me crazy was her manager. Like, her, like, I, I feel like she probably could, I don't know, sue that, like, restaurant or something. Because, sure. like, that, that's definitely a hostile work environment when you tell your manager, hey, uh, this lady's stalking to me, like, stalking me. I don't want to talk to her. And your manager's like, I don't care. Get rid of her. Like This it's... woman is stalking to me. It's where she stalks <laughs> and talks at the same time. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that wisdom coming out there again, Tim. You hit me with more wisdom. <laughs> she's stalking. She's talking. She's stalking to she's me. Stalking to me. Yeah, that, that works. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me type it into Word, and I'll see if I get like a red squiggly line. <laughs> I actually wasn't sure if he wasn't. But I thought it was just a concierge. He was just kind of in charge. But yeah, maybe it may have been the because we I never mean, what, we never saw a manager. So yeah, it might be him. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever co-worker or whatever it yeah. is but i mean i've definitely like yeah like I, i've worked in places before where you know like like nothing that serious but people are like oh like uh, i don't i don't want to talk to this person and it's like yeah like it is up to the manager at that point to be like hey uh all right i'll take care of it or you know someone above you <laughs> like yeah you, you, it's it's it very ridiculous yeah and i mean like the 
the amount that that person then like gets mad at her is crazy yeah yeah especially you know i think women and in, in public you know service mm-hmm. of any kind te- every so often they're going to get someone who gives them shit yeah and gives them you know and not, not that guys don't get shit but women definitely get it more often because they get creeped on and i definitely. think that's the you know that's the position where the manager should be like yeah and it's almost like like you can almost read into it, the movies try to like make a comment on the idea that he sees it's a woman and he goes well it's just an old woman like no you deal with her like, that's true it's the yeah, sort of thing yeah. that if he saw like a big guy or something like that he might be like okay i'll step mm-hmm. in and be the white knight here and and protect her because he sees mm-hmm. something that he understands as danger but because yeah. it's just a woman he's like, it's like oh no I... yeah so woman you, you can deal with it well you don't need me for yeah. this piss off like like yeah. I assume that's usually what happens when you go into any restaurant. <laughs> well, well the, the, the person serving me goes goes and gets the manager because they're too yeah. scared to talk to me. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. This guy looks like he hosts a podcast or something. To talk to. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear. At least I get in the door, Tim. They turn you away at the door. You're like, no, no, no. This, this man's not groomed. He's not getting in the restaurant. Go to the Chuck E. Cheese down the road. <laughs> Good pizza there. <laughs> you know, Tim, I've I, don't, not, I don't mind the stairs. <laughs> I have not had a pizza in almost two months, Tim. You have not had any pizza in two months? Nope. Wow. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm sure everything else you're eating is just salads. Then, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I've done any pizzas, I've done any burgers. I've been trying to be good and alter my diet appropriately. Oh, I'm good for you. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good thing. I do miss pizza. Don't get me wrong, pizza's fantastic. I'm not, I'm not downplaying the love of pizza by any means. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'll have a cheap one every every once in a while, mm-hmm. but I've been very yeah. good. Actually, yeah, we we actually eat fairly okay <laughs> during the week like uh we use uh this uh service called dream dinners where you, you actually go to this place and like you kind of prepare all these different uh meals and then you freeze them and then you can take them out whenever uh so we actually eat like i mean yeah not like super healthy but you know not uh not like that bad I, I think most of the stuff uh throughout the week but then yeah usually on the, the weekends that we will have like i don't know maybe get a pizza or take out or, or something so so you're saying what you're saying is is that no one cooks you just go and get everyone to the made up and unfreeze it <laughs> during the week pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much i no, mean we no, no, i'm judging we... i can't yeah. cook to save myself but <clears throat> yeah i mean we well, we you know still go and we uh you know, take all the ingredients and put everything together. It's just, it's all pretty much like all there <laughs> for you. And then, yeah, it takes out any like hard work of <laughs> you know, finding out and, what you need. And <laughs> I mean, you have the wisdom of, 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 of Timothy Vargilis Chow. You, 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 you don't have time, you know, you have to save your time. So you, you do this yeah. so you can do more important <laughs> things. You can, you can, you know, do brain surgery and solve cancer and things like that <laughs> i mean i don't and who has time for that i i do i do put my brain to uh to intellectual pursuits of a smart nature <laughs> you raise a character in a comic book called Goatman. <laughs> hey i think that's better for the world than other things 
<laughs> Better than a cure for cancer. Goat man, <laughs> goat man, Tim's new comic book. Order it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> oh, dear. Um... Well, we were making some sort of a point uh, about something before we tangented into Oblivion. Um, yeah, I, I guess we'll I guess we'll just give a spoiler warning so we could talk about uh, the mm-hmm. the rest of the movie. Uh, so full spoilers for for Greta. Um, I'm trying to make a food paste based pod with the name Greta, <laughs> like to 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 Greta your cheese or something. I don't. Know. <laughs> okay. Like, right. like, gra- like grating, grating your cheese. See, I'm explaining yeah. it too much now, so it's not funny anymore. But I just why, yeah. why did you know the effort was there? I was, I was thinking about yeah. it. I mean, uh, I don't know. There's a grilla, <laughs> Greta, grill, grill, Greta. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a grated cheese. Mm-hmm. That's what you said. Okay. Sure. This is terrible. <laughs> this has devolved into something that's unsustainable. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm deeply upset by it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what do you want to talk about the movie? Tim? Do you want to talk about Greta getting her, her pinky cut off? Is it, is that, something that was like... surprising. <laughs> With a cookie cutter. Yeah, she's um, she's making... She's making. She's already kidnapped and like drugged mm-hmm. uh, uh, Francis by this point. And she's, she's mm-hmm. got her... Uh, in a dress, and she's like, "You're going to help. I'm going to teach you how to, you know, make these fancy French cookies." And yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, 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 she's going alert. To... She ain't French. She no, she ain't French. She's actually from Hungary. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, she explains why she's eating so much all the time. Um, but <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> you always call me out for lame jokes. Like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that was a pro. Uh, hey. Do, do you know they invented uh, drinking in in Finland? Uh, no, I did not know that. Hence the expression, have you finished that? <laughs> uh, okay, All right. that's not bad. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'll take points. I'll take points. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she cuts off a pinky uh, and she almost gets away, but uh, unfortunately... Greta is just too much of a, a, a because there's a moment early on when she first comes over to the house where we hear banging upstairs mm-hmm. and it's heavily implied that she's already got a kidnapped victim and she's rotating mm-hmm. through them sort of yeah. you know so one's at the end of the cycle uh, Francis at the start of the cycle uh, so she gets really mad at her and she puts her back in the this trunk that mm-hmm. she's got the box uh, and we find out that her real daughter Nicole actually committed suicide a few years ago uh mm-hmm. largely because of like how her mother treated her and put her in a box as a kid and made her mm-hmm. you know practice piano till her hands bled and mm-hmm. all these kind of things um and you know we get a couple of scenes where you know we have this pr- private investigator what what because for a period of time no one knows she's missing because <laughs> her dad thinks she's on vacation with a roommate and her roommate mm-hmm. thinks she's on vacation with her dad and it's not until the dad shows up in new york and is like hey where's my daughter that they're like oh shit um <laughs> so we got uh, PI. Yeah, so here's what I don't get. And because uh, the dad, we just see him going straight to a PI. He doesn't go to the cops first, right? Um, No, I I think I think this is, yeah, it's a little bit weird that it doesn't. I think the, the movie's justification for it is that we've already seen the cops kind of like shrug mm-hmm. it off, you know, the, the stalking itself previously a couple <clears> of times. That, I mean, that's fair, but I, I mean, my thinking is, Okay, so your your daughter's been missing for a while now. 
And then you did have a very public incident earlier where the police did have to drag this woman away that's true from... and and she even uh, you know francis even has this thing where the cop who told her to ignore her she's like just ignore her huh you know she makes like a point yeah. of you know kind of throwing it in his face so like i know like you know in horror movies you, you, a lot of times there would be this kind of justification as to you know why the police can't be helpful but i think this is like you know one instance where it's like no if you went to the police like i feel like they would probably be like oh shit like we have a very clear suspect like there's a very obviously someone that has already had multiple incidents and stuff reported like it it seems like they would easily go check that yeah, cause, out because greta you know. and this that seems in the trailer but greta like goes to a restaurant as a as a as a patron of the restaurant um mm-hmm. you can be one of our patrons over at patreon.com slash tv <laughs> but now she's a patron at the and restaurant we'll become obsessed with you <laughs> we'll become, yeah i mean we're already obsessed, obsessed with you <laughs> We we split the list of patrons in two, and Tim's got half. I've got the other. Um, so no, like, and she freaks. She freaks out. She like smashes a glass, and she like storms at her, and people have to like hold her back. And like, it's a really public thing. And she's sort of dragged away with her hands. Like, it's, it's not quite a straight jacket, but she's got like you know, she's she's definitely tied up. And <laughs> it like so yeah. Now you're right. Like at this point, like, and given the fact that when they re- realize that like no, she's technically then been missing for like two weeks or a week or you know however long the vacation was supposed yeah. to be and at that point it's like i mean sure the police if there was no incidents they could argue that okay maybe she's just lying to both of you and she's somewhere else but given yeah. that she's already been harassed by someone who's been arrested like if at this point it feels like you know <laughs> maybe go check the, and, the woman's house out yeah at the very least you know you would you know probably be assigned someone <laughs> that would go check that out but uh, um, probably in a pair which would have helped in this case because the pi goes yeah. alone and when he sort of starts to like catch on to the fact that she might be in the house uh greta just sneaks up behind him and you know needles him with, with uh whatever she's <laughs> concoction she's using to knock people out yeah now uh, i will say i did actually like this scene because like once you kind of get to this point in the movie it does kind of you know delve into like a full-on horror movie and mm. some of it i bought more than others like you know some parts with greta i was just kind of like mm, I, I don't know if i'm buying this but i do like this scene where she's kind of like uh like tiptoeing around like you know she takes off her shoes and she's wearing like you know whatever um like you know just kind of like stockings or whatever and you know she's kind of like creep creepily you know jumping and tiptoeing around very quietly and i, I did kind of like that yeah and it's a it's a, it's a strategic thing it's, it's so that he can't hear or sneak up behind him uh it's to, to quiet our footsteps a bit um do, do you know what i i actually do quite like the ending though um mm-hmm. it's probably my favorite part of the movie <laughs> is that uh, we see like a sort of montage whilst francis is still in the the trunk we see a montage of like you know the the purse being left on subway trains again and things like that and we mm-hmm. see someone pick it up but we never see her face we just kind of like get this shot from behind and i thought and i I almost was convinced it was about to end and it was just going to be this idea that this is going to happen forever like she's just going to keep doing this and then we don't see the new person's face because it doesn't matter it's just it's just she represents all the next people that this is going to happen to but they do a really mm-hmm. nice swerve here where when she comes in for the for the coffee or whatever uh mm-hmm. where greta gets groggy and realizes she's being drugged and then we, just from behind we see the person take off the black wig and it's blonde mm-hmm. hair and you, you and you sort of realize this is the roommate this is erica who's yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. intentionally you know been lured into the trap so that she can come and save her friend i actually mm-hmm. like that reveal it was a nice little thing where i got that it was happening right before it happened but it it kind of landed yeah. uh mm-hmm. nicely 
Um, the actual like running about afterwards, where they you know try to like you know hide from her and hit her and whatever yeah. is just it's fine. It's whatever. But I, I like mm-hmm. that that little reveal. I, th- I thought that worked fair enough. Uh, yeah. In the film. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a. That was a nice little surprise. I. Yeah. I didn't really see it coming, and then. Yeah. It's a. And but you know it's a. It, I mean, I guess maybe there. Um, it could have been like a little bit of a a stretch of like oh like yeah what are the chances that she's the one but then you know everything is in in place so like you know she um you know because she knows her scheme and she knows yeah. you know, where she left her purse originally and so well, she and knows she, what she, to look out for she even has a line where she says you know how many trains i was riding around yeah. until i found it like you know like she, she was looking for a while and like you say she knew what her system was uh, yeah. and i like the idea that like she kind of used her own technique against her in a sense where it's like yeah mm-hmm. like a- any stranger could become dangerous so the idea that this kind of it was, was kind of oh, like true, yeah. you know karma for for greta um yeah. who's uh left in the the trunk at the end and that's kind of where we ended the movie and it's kind of you know it's like she might get out she might not it's kind of because they've, they've put this little eiffel tower in the the, the mm-hmm. lock to like sort of keep her in and i thought that doesn't look it's going to hold for long that looks like it's going to eventually slip out um yeah. <laughs> so maybe maybe we'll get the police after this uh would be my suggestion yeah. Well, <laughs> I I forget. Did they mention something about that? About like, hey, should we go to the police or something? And they did they say something like, oh, you know, what good are they gonna do or whatever? No, but there was I, nothing. There was nothing like that. They just don't mention them at the end. But I assume they're going to because what you know, yeah. Like, I, I I forgot what it was. I I thought there was some line that they said something, and I was like, or or maybe they just said something like. Oh, like what do we do now the or, or something like that and it was like well yeah now you call the police like it's very obvious like at this point that yeah uh, I, I think you have a case for this person <laughs> being arrested yeah i mean because at this point as well like what when she was trying to escape earlier after she cut off the pinky she found the body of the previous girl in the basement and then yeah. at this point it's pretty clear i think to them that the, the pi's probably been killed as well because he's probably yeah. been missing for a little while and like you know there's, there's a lot of reasons to like no she, she's in trouble now like it's fine that yeah. there's definitely some leaps in logic to justify mm-hmm. what's happening in the movie um yeah but the performances are always pretty decent uh in the case of uh huppert uh, she, she's particularly good at being you know unhinged i feel like she's i don't know i, I feel like she's kind of flat but like in a way that i think kind of works for the character yeah like you know um like i don't think you see a lot of emotion from her but yeah i guess that's you know what she's kind of going for is this kind of creepy um you, you know like sociopath or something so it's uh i, I think it works uh for her yeah and then like the other characters i don't know they weren't like bad actors or anything but i just don't feel like their characters were ever really that interesting or you ever really feel like you knew that much about them like with uh you know uh francis's character like i didn't really understand like what was she do like what was she doing in new york like was she trying to be an actress or was she like was there something specific that like you know like yeah i said she moved to the city or whatever i guess after her mom died but like i never really understood like what her goals are what she was trying to do or... it never it never brought any up it was just because the only thing she says is that her you know erica like her father bought her this apartment in the city and she just yeah. moved here with her it's like she's a roommate so which is like obviously you don't have to go like you know for the story it's not like you need to know everything about the characters but i just feel like they were such like blank slates that 
Yeah, I really did not get a feel for their personality or anything at all. There's never a hint of what er Erica does. Like, obviously, we see where where Francis works, but I have no idea what Erica (laughs) does or, like, if there's something specific she's trying to do in the city um, or, you know, or or whatever. Um, Is she, like, does she go to college, maybe? Is that what what she's doing whilst Francis is doing, you know? Yeah, like, I don't know, like, where they, yeah, where, where they go into school, where they, you know, trying to be like you know you know figure like you know you moved to new york a lot of times because you want to be like a writer or you know an actor or something like you know were they trying to do something yeah. like that given or... their age because at one point she mentions graduation but she doesn't specify if it was high school or college yeah. I, I feel like i'll say it was college and they're both out of school now but i don't know what erica's doing with her time mm-hmm. yeah so it's, it's just like yeah, and, and I, you know, I guess Erica, you get a little bit of a sense that she's like maybe like a party girl or something. Like, you know, she seems to be the one that likes to go out more yeah. or whatever. Although, but to, to the movie's credit, she's never like stereotypical party girl. Like, she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems to be who she is, but it's not like she's she's ticking all the cliche boxes or being annoying with yeah. it or anything like that. Yeah, it, which you know, whatever is fine. It's just you know, it was hard to really care that much about the characters when you know don't just don't really have much of a, a feel for them or anything you know even if you're going to do something like kind of you know cliche or whatever that like you sometimes see in a horror movie but like at least you kind of you know glom onto a little bit like the like oh they're this person or whatever like hmm. i mean who who knows maybe maybe francis is actually like a really bad person <laughs> that like you know that maybe maybe we don't want to root for her. i don't know <laughs> um it's mean, uh, funny if, like, at the end, she just says something like insanely racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I get for trusting trusting a Hungarian person or something. It's like, whoa, hey, <laughs> easy there, Francis. Uh, I was not getting that vibe. I have to say, uh, for the movie, but I mean, Tim is wiser than me, apparently. So, you know, <laughs> take take that right. for, for for what it is. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, what do you think about the uh, the fake out of the dream sequence earlier on? Uh, I mean, it was. And wait, was it was it like a fake out of a fake out? <laughs> it was like a. Well, it was a weird dream sequence because she'd already been kidnapped by this point. So it was. Yeah. It was. It was trying to do more that thing where they, they dream of like just the, the nice like morning and mm-hmm. then like wake up in reality where she's in a in a box and she's been kidnapped. Yeah. Um, but it, it played really weird because she literally just been kidnapped. Yeah, like she was just kidnapped, but then she wakes up. So you kind of think that the kidnapping was a dream, and then mm. you realize that oh no, the the that fake no, like yeah, her not being kidnapped was a dream. So it's like oh, this is a weird fake out of a dream within a weird hallucination or something. I don't know. Is uh <laughs> I don't know. It felt like a little unnecessary. Like I guess whatever. You know, it, it gets a, a jump scare in, but I don't know. Felt a little cheap to me, I guess is what I'm yeah, saying. That's that's fair. No, I, I can't argue with that. Uh it was definitely one of the more sort of generic things that the movie whipped out. Uh yeah, I that's pretty much it. I don't really have a whole lot more to say mm-hmm. about Greta. Um like I think it's perfectly serviceable and fine, and you know, occasionally has one or two good scenes. Um, mm-hmm. It is very inoffensive. Like I'm not mad I watched it. It was it was an easy yeah. enough watch, um, <clears throat> but probably not something I'm going to remember very very much uh, in the sure. coming coming months, if not and certainly yeah. not years. So um, I guess we'll we'll rate the movie. So mm. uh, so so we can get Greta out of here. Um, 
that one. Uh, so, Tim, what are you rating Greta out of 10? Uh, I'm not going to go super high. Uh, I think I'm going to give it like a 5.5. Like, you know, I'm not going to go super low because, again, yeah, there's nothing offensively bad about it, but um and I'm, I'm just really like you know right down the middle like well i didn't love it i didn't hate it uh but i'll give it you know that extra little 0.5 because you know there's there's a few good things here and there and like you know the actors and stuff were good at least um so yeah but and, and, and like you said at the end of the day it's you know, not very memorable or anything yeah so what was that you give it sorry 5.5 yeah that sounds about right I, I was thinking 5.56 kind of in that range um yeah so we're, we're doing 0.56s now no no 5.5 or 6 <laughs> okay one of those two <laughs> that's wisdom's um, a crock you got me excited i can't wait to like bust out some like 7.82s <laughs> and <laughs> some 4.93s yeah um I'll, I'll be now nah, 5.5 i wanted to be slightly more generous and give it the six but i just i feel like the sixes that i uh, the sixes that i just like more than this and i don't think i can quite go that far uh but it's not a terrible time by by any means sure so yeah. you know take that for for whatever it's worth um mm-hmm. but that has been greta on this mm-hmm. episode of screams after midnight uh, and we can tell you about a few different things now here at oh, the end god of the show. damn it <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of a I thought of a joke I should have said earlier. Uh, all right, so um, you can uh, edit this back in when I was when I was naming the uh, uh, Chloe Grace Moritz uh, horror movies. Uh, the last one I should have said was uh, "I love you, Daddy." <laughs> that was the Louis C.K. movie she did that oh, never got released. Okay, so it's funny that you've explained what that was. I, I, yeah. yeah, I didn't remember. I remember that being a thing. I don't remember the title of it. Um, I, I think it's called I Love You, Daddy, which sounds very gross. Yeah, it sounds very gross. And I bet she does not... Uh, she, I, I think she regrets doing that movie now. I'm going to take a wild oh, sure. guess yeah. and say that. Um, oh, yeah, without a doubt. Not, not that she probably knew, or well, maybe she didn't know, because maybe he tried something. Who knows? Um, Jeez, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that is uh, that has been Greta on Streams After Midnight. Um, we shall now tell you about several things you can do and things you can get and bonuses and, and things of that nature and ways that you can help us out. You can help us out, of course, by liking, subscribing, letting us know what you thought of the movie in the comments. Uh, you can rate us on your podcast app and give us a little review, five stars. Uh, and if you're not going to give us five stars, then keep it to yourself, basically. Uh, <laughs> you can do that. Um, yeah. But you can you can do that. Uh, so one of the things we always promote at the end, of course, is Patreon, patreon.com slash mailfuzztv, uh, where you can support us for as little as $1 per month. And for that $1, you get a bonus episode every month. We've done, a, we've done three or four of them so far uh, at the point of recording now. Um, so you can check out uh, those for just $1. At the $5 tier, you get to uh, vote on an episode every month. And there's a vote up right now on patreon.com. So uh, patrons can go vote on that. And you get all these, these privileges for other shows that we do as well. So there's like three votes and there's like three bonus things and all that kind of thing uh so go that but the other thing we have to add on to this uh, this time now that we've kind of made it official is that we have a new goal on patreon uh the next goal that we will hit on patreon should we hit it and we're only about uh, i think 57 dollars away from it is oh, okay. if we hit that goal 
um, we will uh, do a monthly stream. As long as we stay above that goal, that is. If we go below it, it'll go mm-hmm. away again and then it'll come back and so on and mm-hmm. so on. But it's called Streams After Midnight. And mm-hmm. once a month, Perfect. me and Tim will do a, a stream together where we either play a horror video game we'll maybe do a live review we'll do a we'll watch a movie together live with the audience mm. uh or just generally talk about horror movie shenanigans and hang mm. out once per month so uh if you're interested in that goal and want us to get as close to there go to patreon and yeah and and, and so up. i don't I, uh, I don't know much about <laughs> how streaming works but like people can like chat with us and stuff right like it, it's like a little <laughs> bit interactive <laughs> right that's how it works uh, can people chat with us and stuff yes tim tim people could chat that, that is the, the the sole purpose of streaming is that the people can chat with you yes okay yeah see that sounds fun yeah <laughs> i told you I'm, I'm older than you i don't know this crap <laughs> wisdom <laughs> wisdom he says uh so go go check out patreon and see if you're if you're interested in uh any of those goodies and getting as closer to that goal uh but otherwise uh that has been us that has been screams after midnight so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time